On this episode of the Nationwide Real Estate Mastery Podcast, we sat down with Brent Bowers to uncover how to generate passive income from land investing. Welcome to the Nationwide Real Estate Mastery Podcast, where we provide actionable steps to help you get your first or next real estate deal. Now, during this episode, you're going to discover exactly how to generate passive income from land investing. Now, for those of you who are new to the show, my name is Sean Young, today's host, and I love all things real estate. Now, before I introduce you to our incredible guest speaker today, I want to make a request that if at any point during this show, you like what you're hearing, please give us a thumbs up or subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. And make sure to take a look in the description of this episode as we've packed it with thousands of dollars in free resources. Now today, we have the privilege to learn from a man who has built a residual income that provides lifestyle freedom. Now prior to his career in real estate, he was in the military. But all that changed when he decided that he wanted to start building a business that served him and his family. I would describe our guest as someone who is really good at finding the who's and not the how. I'd like to introduce you all to the one, the only, Brent Bowers. Brent, thank you for being a guest on today's show, brother. All right. That's awesome, man. What an introduction. Holy cow. Um, I personally don't love all things real estate, but uh, (laughs) we can talk about those too. But uh, thanks for having me. Holy cow. And shout out to Dan Sullivan for the who. Not how. You don't have to be the smartest person to do this. Absolutely not. Absolutely not, man. And that intro, man, is all well-deserved. It's all well-deserved, man. And and I want to start off by saying thank you for serving our country, being in the military. Thank you so much, brother. Man, my pleasure. God bless our, our country and our nation and the people that are still serving today. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't hack it. I got out after eight and a half years. I was out. And, you know, I know you were Air Force as well. Yeah, uh, I told you my brief story. I tried to join the Air Force, but uh, they didn't want me, so they told me to go to the Army. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're talking about your background, Brent, man, let's go ahead and dive into that. Can you give the audience a, a brief background on who you are, where you're from, and, and how you got started? Yeah, just a normal dude. I, I grew up in Okeechobee, Florida, uh, a small town in Florida. Our biggest producer of income was cattle, um, actually feeder calves to be exact. Um, barely graduated high school, got married super young, mm-hmm. got into real estate 2007, got my license. I uh, thought I needed a license to be an investor, bought that first property uh, that came like literally the, the, the sister agent, Velva Cannon, who was training me. Um, she got a listing and I put an offer on it. So I just took action, like immediate, massive, violent, imperfect action. And then <laughs> 2008 happened for me. Um, and I was a big quitter in 2009 because I pretty much uh, went from a business owner to a landlord to a realtor to can't afford my rent, was about to be homeless and moved in with my in-laws. And I was like, there's got to be something different. Um, and my wife at the time, I really looked up to her grandpa. He introduced me to Jim Rohn, mm-hmm. uh, not personally, but through like cassette tapes. And I transferred them over to CDs because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't have a cassette <laughs> set tape in my truck. Um, but I was listening to Jim Rohn going down the road and um, I just wanted to reset in life. I, I went, I wanted to go back to school and I was like, I can't pay for it. I don't have any money. Uh, so 
I just was like, all right, let's, let's see if we can join the air force. They'll send me to school. Right. And, uh, got into the army, <laughs> um, a couple combat deployments later in a divorce. And, uh, my life was kind of like, you know, tons of changes and, uh, met the woman of my dreams. And this is about 2015 timeframe. Mm-hmm. I was getting back into real estate because we had a, a baby pretty quickly. And I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta get out of this military. This is hard work and I'm always gone and I can't raise a family this way. So I found land investing and changed my life. And here we are, man, here we are today with land investing and you are doing a phenomenal job at that, which is of course how you've got my attention, of course. So man, let's talk about that. And that is a great story, man. I, I'm, I'm, I really want to point out the fact that you shared how, you know, how vulnerable you were during this process. You weren't an A student, so to speak. You didn't have a scholarship. You don't, you didn't have a silver spoon, like in your mouth when you were born and you didn't come from a rich family. You know, none of these excuses that people may give themselves to say, man, you know, Brent's doing it because he's, he's so handsome and he's just a rich guy. He comes from wealth and knowledge. No, none of that at all was the case for Brent. So thank you for sharing that with our audience, because that's very much relatable. That's relatable. No, man, if I can give someone hope, like I cannot believe I'm on this podcast today. And if we have one listener that gets value from this, uh, my main thing is like you can sum it all up to I'll take action. You know, the answers are there. The answers are right here on this podcast. You just have to take the action. 100% couldn't agree with you more. Man, that is so funny that you uh, mentioned that you were doing some studies on c- cassette tapes before you transferred it over to CDs. I can promise you some of our listeners out here right now are like c- cassette tapes. Like, what, what do you mean? They don't even know <laughs> what that is. That's how that's just how funny and how fast technology changes. So, well, man. You used to rewind those things? Exactly, right? You got to spend like you know, five minutes just rewinding the tape to hear your favorite song again. <laughs> And it's amazing how you can you can uh, create products around products. Like mm-hmm. they used to sell like uh, for for VHS, like it's almost like a big cassette tape, but it plays video. Yep. They used to sell those rewinders. Like it would rewind you, like take them out of your VCR and then put them in your rewinder. Yep. Uh, because supposedly it was bad for your VCR and your tapes. Bull crap! They were just trying to make money. Exactly. So they created man. another <laughs> another business around that. So. It's amazing what you can do in business. Business is so incredible. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a capitalist 100. I, I love capitalism and the opportunity to create uh, you know opportunity for yourself and your family. So um, I'm not opposed to that. But it is so funny that you point that out. Like you're right. Anything you could create a, a system or a product for almost anything out there, guys. So, so Brent. So, Brent, man, before we dive into exactly how to generate passive income from land investing, which I'm sure our audience is super excited to learn about, you contribute a lot of your success to your ability to take action, even without having all the answers. Why do you think this has played such a huge role in your success? Yeah, I'll tell you, um, because it's like I'm just willing to go out there and and make it work, make it happen. We're never going to have all the answers um, I mean, it says in the Bible, let, let tomorrow's problems be tomorrow's problems. We only have the answers that will get us through today. Um, you know, there's a reason why our headlights only go like whatever, 250 feet or however long that is. I probably should look it up. But like our headlights only go so far on our vehicle. You know, we can't see around corners. We're going to we're going to see around that corner when we get around that corner. And so many people are like, 
well, I need to know the exact answer to this and, and how things are going to play out and when I can get a tenant or who's going to buy this land. What if I get stuck with it? Like the what ifs, what ifs, what if? And then like we basically talk ourselves out of taking the action. Um, it's like I'll give an example. My dad um, has a lease hunter and this lease hunter pays him uh, a certain amount of money, six, like $6,000 per year to rent out like 10 acres of his land. It's so, surrounded by like, basically we call it water management here in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically Bureau of Land Management. And there's tons of like deer and turkey and hogs and it's great hunting. And he's like, oh man, the neighbor's clearing the like right up to my property line. I think it's going to ruin the hunting. And I'm afraid that the, the lease hunter is not going to want it next year, but he keeps calling me. I was like, you're worrying about things you shouldn't worry about. Indeed. And that's what so many people do. Like at the end of the day, like we talk ourselves out of just great opportunity. You could take that back to, you know, dating in high school or college or whatever. What if she says no? Well, she says no, go ask three other women (laughs) or or men. Like there's plenty of, I mean, there's so much opportunity. There's so much abundance. And I'm looking out my window right now and there's so many leaves on the trees and grass in the yard. It's like God did not limit what he's put on this earth for us. No limitations at all, brother. I could not agree with you more. I, I love that. I love the fact that you have pointed that out as well. That's a motto that I, I promote all the time on this station or on this podcast, which is, guys, you can't wait to take action. As soon as that first light is green between here and your and your goal, which is your destination, you've got to go. Don't wait for all the lights to be green between here and your destination. You've got to go as soon as that first light is green and have faith that by the time you get to that next light, you'll know exactly what to do. So there man, you go stomp that gas, burn those tires, and let's go. <laughs> let's go, man. Let's go, guys. What makes the the Nationwide Real Estate Mastery Podcast show unique is that each show comes with a detailed, actionable step plan, so that you guys can go out there and get your first or your next deal. That way, all you have to do is pull these steps out of the show, create a blueprint, and go implement it. And make sure you guys check out Brent's information that's going to be in in the description so that you can get all the key takeaways and all the information that he's generously allowed us to give you guys today. So, Brent, man, let's go ahead and dive into exactly how to generate passive income from land investing. Let's start with step one. Step one. All right. So step one. Um, I did not start like this, by the way, but this is what I've evolved into. Um, I had the opportunity of getting to hang out with about 400 other land investors. And believe it or not, like this is a small world. HGTV hasn't made it sexy. Everyone is passing by this. Like everyone's ignoring this income strategy. So here's step one. I need to pick a playground. Like I have students that make a fortune in their own backyard. I have students that make a fortune overseas. I'm I'm in both. I do both strategies for myself, but I started in my own backyard within about a two and a half hour radius. So we go to Zillow, we go to Redfin. We want to see where the land is actually selling right now. How do you do that? Well, Redfin, you go to the top right. Actually, first, excuse me, you go to your backyard. Let's just say you're in Orlando, Florida. Put in Orlando, Florida and Redfin, search it, hit the search button, and then go to the top right where it says all filters. You select all filters, and then you want to select sold. Like we're looking for the solds. We want to see demand. And then after that, you're going to scroll down and select land. And then after that, you're going to scroll down a little bit more and select like in the last three months, the last 90 days. And then you're going to go back to that map and exit out of Orlando, Florida. 
where you're just looking at the map and I want you to zoom out or hit the negative button and zoom out. Mm-hmm. You're looking for clusters of land that is selling. This tells you where the demand's at in the last three months. Well, if you're in Florida or in Orlando, that three months is going to be overwhelming. You might have to go back to the right side and click the last seven days or the last 30 days, but we're really just looking for demand. And once I see that demand, I'm going to click on all those solds. I'm going to click on, I want to click on at least seven or eight of them. And I want to see a couple things. How much is the land selling for? What size is it? And the third thing, very powerful, it took me years to figure this out, (laughs) is who is selling that land? Who is selling that land? Because you'll see a listed buy and bought buy. That's the seller's agent or the listing agent. And then the bought buy is a buyer's agent. It took me years to figure this out. These are my best partners because they've got buyers. They're going to tell me about A Street through D Street and then F Street. Like that that street has no water or no sewer, no power. So F those like type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is powerful. But that's the first step is figuring out where the demand's at, what size parcels in demand and what those parcels are selling for. And the next step, step number two is it's time to get a list of landowners. Um, I don't know, Sean, you might be using, I don't know what list pooler you use, list provider. I really like PropStream. I go and pull a list of landowners on PropStream in that exact neighborhood mm-hmm. where the land is selling. And I start sending them a very specific letter. And it's I call it my land offer letter or my LOL because every time I get one signed. L- LOL. The LOL. And, and please stop me. I'm just giving you through all the steps. Like, stop me if I lose you or confuse you or, or you want to want to let me take a breath. No, you, you're going great, brother. Before we, we dive fully into step two, I do want to make a point. Brent pointed out a super, like, huge nugget that I hope you guys picked up on. And that was, he said he wanted to see where the activity was going on in these cities. But then once he pulls up the property, he's looking to see who was the listing agent. You know, who was the purchasing it? You know, who, who what agent represented the buyer? All of these things are are good things to know so that you can have these relationships before going into a market blindly or before going into a market and, and not having a clue on what people are doing or, or buying there. So I just wanted to point that out, that that was a huge nugget. I hope you guys didn't pass that over. Make sure you go back and re-listen to this podcast episode because I can guarantee it's going to be packed with nuggets just like that one. Brent, Heck. let's go ahead and dive into step two, man. So the land offer letter. Yeah. Step three would be the land offer letter. Step one's pick the area. Step two, get a list of landowners. You're like, what list? Just pull the dadgum landowners in that neighborhood. Like, don't overthink this. Keep it so simple. And then number three, I want you to send a purchase agreement or what I call the LOL. The LOL is a purchase agreement. It's a a two-page purchase agreement. And Sean, I've been triple split testing this purchase agreement. When I mail it, I'm mailing this exact letter I've been triple split testing it against neutral letters, another land offer letter like type thing I was using, mm-hmm. and a postcard. And this LOL is by far outperforming everything else. And I'd love to give your audience that. I just uh, put it online. It's uh, if you go to the landsharks.com forward slash LOL as a land offer letter or laugh out loud because I just got a smoking hot deal under contract. It's uh it's your audience is for free. So we send that out and we say the exact amount that we'll pay for that land. Well, how do you figure that out? If all the half acre parcels are on average selling for 50,000 for a half acre, well, geez, 
let's offer like 50 cents on the dollar. So send everyone an offer for 25 grand. If you get an asset, a beautiful piece of land that got like God's not making any more of it mm-hmm. under contract for 25,000 and it's worth 50,000, you have pure gold. People will beat down your door for it. Indeed, 100%. I can 100% attest to that for sure. Brent, let me ask you something, brother. Before we, we, we continue with the steps, do you see a difference with the type of sellers who are selling land versus folks who sell their, who are selling a home? Is it a different type of sale? Or, or, or do they seem less attached to the land? I mean, what are you seeing? Oh, you're going to get me fired up here, Sean. <laughs> let's so, go. Let's go. Here's the thing. Landowners are not emotional about this land. Now, granted, you might have that one person that might be emotional about it, but here's the thing, like homeowners, they raised their family in these houses. They, they raised all their children in these houses. They, they lived in it for many years and they never painted it. They never replaced the carpet. They never power washed the house. But what are we told? Our homes are our biggest investment. So what do investments do? They increase in value. So it's very hard to get a homeowner to sell their stinky old cat pee house mm-hmm. for a discount. But land, most of the time, they've never stepped foot on it. They they live in another state or they're behind on their taxes or they inherited it. All these different things. Like you want to know my best list right now that I'm finding land on? Let's hear code it. Code violation list. The code violation list. These are usually free lists in most cities. And here's the thing. High weeds, trash, inop- inoperable. You know, I think I'm saying that right. Inoperable be- vehicle, mm-hmm. um, uh, un un uh, permitted storing like like connexes like these containers yep and they get code violations and they freak out and i've actually been guilty of that i had a piece of land i sold to someone on on payments via contract for deed so basically i said listen when you pay it off i'll transfer the deed mm-hmm. someone put a bunch of storage containers on it <laughs> and it's like i'm getting all these fines and i'm like a motivated seller right now I'm like gosh dang like i want to get rid of this land <laughs> yeah exactly this is a headache right now what's going on yeah, I, I got into this business because I didn't want phone calls from like tenants or or problems. And and usually I don't get those. But every once in a while, when if you do enough deals, you're going to find more challenges you never thought about. 100%, 100%. And that's what we are, guys. We're problem solvers. We, we, find, we find problems and we solve them. That, that's literally what we do. So I, I love that approach. With the land, you mentioned a key point about selling that property on, on payments. What strategy do you use? Like once you this okay, so let me let me back up here. So we send out the offer. It's at twenty five percent. You know, you know twenty. You know fifty percent cost. You know fifty cents on the dollar or so, or or even less. We get it under contract. What is the next step? What what do you do next? And and how long are you, are we trying to get this property under contract for? Yeah, I'll tell you. Sometimes I get them under contract as long as possible. Two months is nothing for a land seller. Like uh, anywhere from, I usually get it under contract a minimum of thirty days. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we just got one under contract for ninety days because it's in an area I'm not really used to, and mm-hmm. we're dealing with timber, and I don't really know anything about that. But these mm-hmm. carbon credits mm-hmm. are huge right now. There's a reason why these billionaires. Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, massive companies are buying land because they need carbon credits. Um, that's a whole nother podcast. Um, but basically, the next step is I get it under contract for as long as possible. And I tell the seller what I'm doing, like, hey, I'm not keeping this land. Mm-hmm. When I was an army officer, I said, this is how I make money to you know, buy diapers. Like, this is my side hustle. 
Um, so I'm going to be marketing this all over the place. I'm going to be finding a buyer. We'll put it on the MLS with my realtor. I'll put signs out and Craigslist ads and Facebook ads. And I tell them, like, I prepare them for this. Like, I am a land wholesaler. What does that mean? Well, basically, I buy land and I resell it. And I keep it that simple. But I am marketing for my buyer before I ever pay for this land because a lot of people are like, what if I get stuck with the land? Well, if you have a buyer ahead of time, you're not getting stuck with anything, especially if you take a non-refundable deposit. So there's a couple ways. You know, I can assign my contract where I sell my purchase agreement. So if I get it under contract for $25,000, it's worth $50,000, a builder would be extremely happy to buy that land for me for $35,000 because it's worth $50,000. So I make the difference between $35,000 and $25,000. That's what we call wholesaling land. I do a lot of that. Uh, the other one I prefer the most is I buy it for $25,000. It's worth $50,000. I get a down payment. You know, preferably for twenty five grand, so I'm profitable from day one and day forever. One. Yep. Yeah, not like houses. Like I buy a rental house, and I might be profitable in thirty years when I pay it off or sell it. Whatever comes first, and things always break on rentals. Like I could set my watch by it. Um, <laughs> Indeed. But that's that's my preferred method. You know, I get a down payment large enough to pay for the land. But does that always happen? No. So I might get a five or a ten thousand dollar down payment. I give you an example. I just did in Florissant, Colorado. Um, we bought the land for forty. Mm-hmm. We sold it for ninety. We had our buyer waiting. He gave us a five thousand dollar down payment. So where did I get the remaining thirty five? Now I used to use my own cash for this, but here's the thing about using your own cash: you really limit your growth. And I I grew very small like that. But I found out my mother and father-in-law, like they hate the stock market. They lost a bunch of money in it. They had like 40 grand cash. They wanted to lend to me at 9% interest. Mm. So I borrow $40,000 from my in-laws. And and you can do this with anybody, not just your in-laws. And actually, I recommend not start with your in-laws. My (laughs) in-laws are great though, by the way. Um, I recommend just, you know, telling people what you're doing. People want to invest in you. Um, But I borrowed 40,000 at 9% interest. And my buyer is paying me ninety thousand at twelve percent interest. So we call it positive arbitrage. So my buyer's payment is a little over. I'm looking at my board over here, uh, a little over nine fifty a month, and my mother-in-law's payment is eight hundred a month. So I'm keeping about one hundred and fifty dollars a month. I kept the five grand up front as well, and I'm going to have my mother-in-law paid off in five years. My buyer pays off in thirteen and a half years. I'll make over $102,000 in that one deal with zero of my own money into this deal. And some people are like, well, what if he pays off too quick? Or is there a prepayment penalty? (laughs) Heck no. I would never discourage someone from paying me off. I'll get my $50,000 profit way faster that way. So there's just so many ways you can do it. Sometimes the seller finances us the land. Um, I'm getting way long, but there's- No, no, no. This is all great stuff. Great stuff. Trust me. Cool. Okay. There's about a million ways to sell this land is all I'm getting at. Sometimes, like I've got some students that have done seven figures in the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. They All they do is buy the land with hard money lenders and they flip it on, on the multiple listing service. A lot of these guys are in Texas. And after a few of them, they're using their own cash to do it. And I say, guys, set up profit first. Pull some of this money out. Keep some of it set aside. Make sure you're tithing on it. Make sure you've got the money to pay Caesar. AKA the IRS, um, because that's huge problems. Like we forget that, you know, we're going to pay those taxes one way or another. (laughs) 
One hundred percent. Man, I love that, man. You're, you're pointing out some great, great points and some great facts, man. Um, I, I love this, man. With the carbon credits, like what, what is the carbon credits? Can you explain that to folks so they understand what that what that term meant and what that actually involves? I'm going to keep it very simple because I'm still a student of it. Okay. Um, there, there's a lot of billionaires and big businesses. They're trying to become carbon neutral. Okay. So you might start seeing that anybody listening to this might start seeing advertisements on people like Google's website, a carbon neutral company. They have to buy land with trees or something on it basically to clean the air, really. So there's a huge push for owning this raw land with trees on it to clean the air. So uh, that's that's where I'll leave it. And the government is is uh, basically incentivizing these companies to do this. And giving them huge tax write-offs. Nice, nice. All right, man. So, Brent, you have given us three basically methods of selling these properties. Wholesaling, down payment, uh, a down payment method where you, you get a down payment and get payments over a time period, and the, the positive arbitrage method. Which one is your favorite? Oh, anything that gets me a monthly payment. The cash flow. And I'm not just building, I'm not just building cash flow, I'm also building equity. Um, I'm also building wealth with it, but I like the cash flow because you know we took almost all of March off. Um, I was just just traveling uh, just this last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're taking six weeks off at the end of June to go to Costa Rica. Like I never could have done this if it wasn't for land money coming in, and I mean residual passive income, not mailbox money. Because like I'm not here to check the mail. I'm not depositing checks. That's going right in my account. Mm-hmm. That is huge. That is a huge, huge factor, guys. Um, having positive income or having positive cash flow is the key to actually finding wealth and, and creating financial freedom is having that cash flow, guys. So I love that. I mean, what is your team looking like today, Brent? Is it just you or, or, or do you have a team helping you out with this land stuff or how's it working? Yeah, we're super small. I used to have a way bigger team, but I was stressing out. I was turning into a maniac and I was like, you know, we get like I quit one job, which was the military, mm-hmm. and I, I find my my life's freedom. You know, I had financial freedom and time freedom and geography freedom. I could do like literally live anywhere, deals are everywhere. Um, and I have like 13 people and I'm like taking all these phone calls. It's like daddy daycare type thing. And I'm just freaking out. So I I we just compressed, we we descaled. A lot of people are like, how do you scale your business? Mm-hmm. And like right now, I'm the opposite of that. We rented out our, we stopped using our office. We rented it out. Um, it's now currently me, my executive assistant, my bookkeeper, and one acquisition manager, and my land sales specialist on a very part time basis. And really, his job is to find the realtors. Lean and mean. I love it. I love it, man. Yeah, we really compressed. Like, here's the thing in business as our revenue grows, guess what follows right behind it? That's expenses going out. We we had like nine subscriptions to Adobe and DocuSign, and we were paying like a thousand dollars a month to our calling service, just call. Then, then one day I was like, hey, we need an answering service to answer the phone at midnight. Mm-hmm. We we're paying several hundred dollars a month for that. And I was like, Holy cow, like what happens when we have a slow month or we don't flip any land or blah, blah, blah? Like, or, why do or we... you have two slow months, you know? <laughs> there you go. That will put people out of business. 100%. So we tightened up our belt and started. It's amazing when you do that, 
your bank account grows. I 100% agree, Brent. Brother, we have had to do the same thing as an organization as well. We started last year to, to tighten things up, um, streamline the process, just do exactly what you said to do because it was necessary to do. Um, we had to just make sure that we were maximizing our, our potential earnings and our return on our investments. So, I man, I love that yeah. that you pointed that out. I'll tell you the the, the fastest way to to cut your expenses. That seems daunting for some business owners. We don't like spreadsheets. We don't like looking at expenses. But here's what we do. Here's what you do. You contact all your credit cards, credit card companies. You contact all your banks and report all your cards lost and call your bank and say, please stop everybody from charging. Well, what about all of my automatic subscriptions? People are going to call and freak out. I'll get locked out of services. Well, that's when you, I, then you say, is this profitable today mm-hmm. or can I get it later in the future? P or F profitable today, or can I get this back in the future? And if it's profitable today and you still need it, then you renegotiate and say, listen, like things have slowed down for me. I can't afford this mail chimp subscription uh, that's costing me $400 a month. Guess what? They literally gave me three months for free. Guys, did you hear what, what Brent just said? I'm sure you guys are like, no, there's no way. There's no way he contacted MailChimp, a huge company like that, and said, hey, I, can you help us out here? Guys, if you don't ask, you'll never get the answers. <laughs> so you've got to ask. I sure did. I sure did contact him because I went on my account and I couldn't believe we were paying that much money because mm-hmm. we stopped flipping land for several months. When those interest rates went up, mm-hmm. like we had a standstill. Same yeah. thing happened to me in, during when COVID, we found out about COVID in March of 2019. I had just spent a fortune buying a lake house. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I come back from the airplane trip and my business stood still for a couple months. So I got on MailChimp. I literally went down my expenses. My accountant sent me a list of all my expenses. I went into everything. I logged in. Mm-hmm. MailChimp. Hey, what's, can I get a discount on this service? Um, they can literally pause my billing for three months. That, that saved me four, eight, almost 1200 bucks. That is major. That's major. That is huge, man. Um, I, I do highly appreciate you for sharing that because I can guarantee you folks who are listening would have never thought to do that. Even me myself, like I've had to cut down on subscriptions because we just weren't used. It wasn't a point. We were paying for so many things. And there, guys, there's an app that I got on my phone called Rocket Money. That app helped me out it, it, because it'll show you all the, the bills and things that you're paying and anything that's abnormal, all that good stuff. And guys, when it tells you you're paying for stuff, and you're like, wow, I haven't used that in three or four months, just like Brent saying, you will learn quickly that you need to, um, you know, tighten things up and cut off some of that fat meat. Well, well it's we- called rocket money. Yep. It's called rocket money. It's an app you can download. Okay. Yep. It's, I'll check it out. It's by true bill. And uh, man, it is phenomenal. It is awesome. It is, it has been a, a game changer for me. It's doing everything that you just said without me having to cancel everything. I, I was able to just see everything that goes out of my accounts right in one spot. Wow. 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 Any, wow. Any, wow. any so subscriptions cool. you got, you can pause them all right from the app and everything, brother. It's amazing. Like you can stop it all right from that inside of that rocket rocket money app. So guys, go out there and get that app. <laughs> Make sure you're using that app. Brent, we have reached the, the part of the, the podcast that I like to call the rapid fire section. This is where I ask you a question and you just give me the first thing that comes to mind. Let's go. On a scale of one to 10, how strict were your parents? 
Oh, probably a one. They weren't strict at all. Get up early or stay up late? I get up early, 4 a.m. How many hours of sleep do you get? Eight. Favorite or last book read? Oh, my favorite, The Wealthy Gardener. If you could be any superhero, who would it be? Superman. (laughs) Something everyone should do less of. Less of? Mm -hmm. TV. Less TV. Something that everyone should do more of. Exercise. AI technology, scary or the way of the future? (laughs) It's already here. Not even the future. (laughs) It is here. 100%. Brent, will people live on Mars in your lifetime? No, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Any final thoughts you want to share with our audience before we get you out of here? You know, go out there and look for ways you can add value. I heard this from Henry Washington this weekend with Bigger Pockets. You know, when you're networking, figure out how you can serve. Like, what can you do right now to add? I literally just paid for um, a system. that I'm going to be paying this guy over 5000 a month. And I said, what can I do to serve you right now? Like that will change your life and take freaking action, like massive, like action. It doesn't have to be huge things, but take small action steps each day. hundred percent, hundred percent. How can our audience reach you to get more information on what you do? Uh, head on over to the land schedule a call. Or if you want to check me out on other places, Brent L Bowers one is my TikTok handle. I do a video every day on how to make money in land. Man, I love it, guys. If you want to learn how to get into land the right way, contact Brent. He'll help you out, get you taken care of. Brent, man, I want to thank you so much for coming on today's show and sharing so much valuable information with our audience. This has been a great, great episode. Thank you, Sean. And to our listeners, you guys have made it to the end of the show. So give yourselves a pat on the back because most people never finish what they start and you just did. Now, if you got any value out of today's show, please share it with a friend or on your Facebook page. Like this video, subscribe to our channel, and send us topics that you want to learn more about. So until the next episode, you can catch me on any one of my social media platforms. I'll see you guys on the other side. Thanks, Brent. With this crown on my head, I'm seated on the throne. The top is so alone. Only thing that keeps me gone is I know my city.